In a country without the death penalty, separating a child from their parents is arguably the most draconian power the state has to intervene in our lives. In many ways, as devastating as a life sentence because the effect of that decision lasts forever. Family separation creates a trauma that is passed down generation to generation in a cycle that narrows people's chances of thriving at each step in a family tree. It's very hard to break that cycle. The reality of separating a child from their parent in the moment that it happens is the stuff of nightmares. When my children were babies, I had a recurring nightmare that I couldn't find them. In the dream, their buggy would slip into a lake and they would be submerged in murky water. I couldn't see them. I would dive down again and again to try to find them. Sometimes I'd touch the buggy but couldn't drag it out. It was a physical, desperate, panicked feeling. As a child, I had felt something similar turning around in an open-air market to reach for my mum's hand and not being able to find it. I can still feel the hot rising terror, the tears welling up, feeling smaller and smaller the more I strained to see her through the crowds. I felt invisible without her. My eight-year-old described something similar to me. I get this feeling when I go around the corner and you can't see me, he said. His worried eyes told me that the feeling he couldn't describe was terror. The memory of those primal reactions returned when I watched footage from the US-Mexican border as the Trump administration enacted its policy of separating migrant parents from their children. Families split up by the authorities as punishment for their parents' efforts to get to America. The unspeakable cruelty of ignoring that most basic need to be with your family haunted the world, and it tested the limits of populist America. It had me waking in the night with the terrors again. These nightmares, both real and imagined, are something I never thought I'd see anything close to in the England that I grew up in. But the authorities in England now separate more children from their families than at any point since current records began in the early 1990s. We're one of relatively few countries that practice non-consensual adoption, or forced adoption as critics call it. We do it far more than other Western countries. Of course, we don't remove children from their families to punish anyone or through any willful cruelty. Rather, the authorities have a legal responsibility to protect children from abusive or neglectful parents. Social workers go into the profession with the very best intentions. They are, in many ways, the heroes of this story. But the system is stacked against them. The number of children being removed from their families has been steadily increasing to the current record highs. It wasn't planned, and no one, including those working at the heart of the system who spend their lives thinking about it, even really agrees why it has happened. At the time of writing, there are 80,000 children in care in England. One of the most senior judges in the family courts who led a working group to investigate the problem told me that his group of experts estimated there are around 27,000 children in the care system who, with the right help, should never have even come to court and could have stayed with their parents. We are removing too many children from their parents. We are not giving families a chance to stay together. It's an open secret within the system. 
A judge's decision to remove a child from their family involves a complex balancing of the state's responsibility to protect that child from harm against human rights laws that protect the right to family life free from state interference. But the dysfunctions within families aren't cured by separation. They are simply put on hold. While the trauma can make existing problems worse and entrench a profound distrust in the state that is then passed down through generations. If we hold up the decision of when to remove a child as a prism through which to view society, it exposes some intolerable truths. This is a system riddled with class bias and prejudice against different ethnic groups and people of different abilities. It is a system that punishes isolation, focuses its powers on marginalised vulnerable women and dismisses and ignores fathers. Communities who are subject to the system know this and it has eroded any trust that there was. 